And welcome back. We're here to talk about episode. Was it five now? Six? It's episode six. So uh, we are getting more episodes. Oh, thank God. Of, uh, of Ahsoka. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, this doesn't end in the cliffhanger or anything. Um, but yeah, no, um, we're back talking about Ahsoka. It's a new episode. So uh, last week's episode was all about uh, Ahsoka and her situation with her master. This one is sitting around Sabine and her finding uh, Ezra Bridger. The main character of Rebels, and yeah, we also get to meet a legendary character from Star Wars lore, Grand Admiral Thrawn. And uh, you've never seen Rebels, you only heard of Thrawn by name and uh, images. Yeah, so what do you think about Thrawn? I think he's uh, neat, I guess, mm-hmm. as a as a uh. As a character, mm-hmm. he definitely. I like how we talked about um, Bill and having a bit of a Count Dooku esque like uh, mm-hmm. honor kind of thing. Uh, um, Thrawn has, I kind of has a little bit of that, but he's also very, uh, mm-hmm. I think, methodical about his sort of thinking. I mean, obviously mm-hmm. the episode, you know, picks up, you know, with. Uh, Morgan and Balin, and, you know, the the whole bad guy team getting to the, uh, to this new distant galaxy. Essentially, I guess, the home, uh, the original world of the, uh, Darathmir. Mm-hmm. Dathomir, I think that's what it's called. Yes, yes, Dathomir, the, the, the place where the, the Night Sisters are from. But this is essentially the, the origin, the origin place, right? Yeah, and, uh, they meet, like, these, uh, I think, what are they called? Grandmothers or whatever? Yeah. I was gonna call them the the the, the three sisters, <laughs> like from Greek mythology. Yeah, they kind of do act like that. They have like this whole like we see through the the thread of fate and stuff like that, you know. Yeah, I'm like, we're going real mythology in here. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely uh, in like interesting like parallels. Yeah, like like the witch sisters from uh, even from like Beth, I'm getting the vibe of. Yeah, you know, just like uh. Just these cre- three creepy old ladies that just talk about, you know, like, not necessarily, not in, like... Riddles or anything. Riddles, but they're very cryptic and stuff, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, but anyways, yeah, they, uh, they keep Sabine a bit hostage, and, of course, we see Thrawn. Yeah. With a whole host of, uh, I think they're called Night Troopers? Yeah, yeah, it's his, uh, <clears throat> it's his Stormtroopers. Yeah, and <laughs> it's funny... To see all these uh, stormtroopers, like clearly, like their armor's all like weathered, but also like there's like his like uh, main dude who has like this crazy looking mask. Yeah, golden mask in front of it, something like you see in like uh, in Destiny or like any kind of those like uh, space shooters kind of stuff. Yeah, it's just like what, this is kind of like it, it invokes like both like old timey armor, but with updated space armor stuff. Yeah, kind yeah, of thing. yeah, yeah. I'm just like. Uh, this is something I would see out of like uh, a the Gladiator movie, you know, from uh, mm. back in the day. Not uh, very like Roman kind of vibe. Yeah, it's kind of weird, but kind of cool at the same time. Yeah. But yeah, no. Anyways, it it uh, kind of just shows uh, Thrawn's preparing, but they still gotta like move all the stuff. Yeah. Right. They can't just go automatically back. They no, have, no, no. Uh, they need time, and in that time, Thrawn is like, "Hey, Sabine." You're you're kind of the reason why I get to leave now. Yeah. 
So you know, yeah, you can just uh, take some shooters, take a take a weird uh, dog thing, go out there in the wild, find Ezra. You know, I mean, I don't know where he is, but you kind of figure mm-hmm. he's out there somewhere on this planet. I don't know where, but I mean, you can have fun doing that. I gotta get home. Yeah, while I, you know, head, head home. I mean, mm-hmm. we're obviously not gonna stay behind for you. Yeah. Because. <laughs> I mean, it's probably like a lost cause anyway, and everyone just treats it like a lost cause. Yeah, they're kind of just like, yeah, she's on a fool's errand, you know? Like, yeah. Eh, leave her be. I, I, find, I find it so interesting, right? Like, the one thing I will give credit to uh, this iteration of Star Wars and the, the writing that goes into these is that they're they're doing an interesting job of painting the Empire as just more more it's more than just like, you know, stereotypical uh mustache twirling villains. Specifically like the the military front, right? Yeah. 'Cause like it's always been more of like the Emperor, Raider and the occasional general or, you know, uh whatever uh the Tarkins and Yeah. You know. yeah. And, and like granted we get something like that, but it's not now it feels very kinda like different right so Thrawn has always been sort of this cold calculating dude and you see kind of bit of that he's like listen we promised her but also she's you know she, she, misses, she, she could bring problems we'll let the two jet the former Jedi's handle that all right so we're gonna just let them do that oh no we're just gonna leave them yeah he, okay. figures, he talks to Morgan's like yeah I mean it doesn't matter to me if Ezra is still alive out there, and if she finds him, and if, you know, they, if they're, there's a, Balin and his apprentice kill him, we're leaving. Doesn't matter to me if they, you know, What's more important back. is that we get the fuck out of here. Yeah, pretty much, you know? Yeah. Which is like, I'm not saying that's cold and Kathleen, but it's like more like, yeah, he's just like, very cold-hearted. I mean, yeah, I mean, he's been stuck on this, yeah. in this, on this planet, like, literally a galaxy away, mm-hmm. for like, how many years? And he's just kind of like, you know, I, 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 I'm glad that we can finally leave this place. Mm. You know, even when, like, they tell him, like, hey, it's probably going to take me, like, three days to get everything packed up and, you know, ready to, like, leave. And it's like, yeah, yeah that's fine. But, you know, it's nice to finally leave this sort of uh, prison, in a way, you know? Yeah. But he's, he's just, I find him so interesting. He's so, like, calm and respectful. Yeah, you don't see him being, like... You know, having, like, some, like... He doesn't lose his composure, which I think is why he's, like, such an interesting character. Mm-hmm. Like, even after all this time, you know, even, like, seeing Sabine and stuff, it's like... Mm. You know, it's, it's not really... It doesn't really impact me whatsoever. I don't even see this as a threat. Why? Because the more important... Because uh, there's an exit. There's a way out. I just gotta focus on the way out and not on everyone else around me. Yeah, but um, it is interesting because you know Sabine's going out in the uh, the wild. She meets like you know, a whole host of different characters mm-hmm. and things. She sees these bandits that are, like very like weirdly samurai themed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, yeah. They, they, they look straight like like some ronins running around. Like like something out of uh, Ghost of Tsushima kind of shit. Yeah, they got like straight up like I feel like uh, like they just have samurai armor, but they're in outer space. Yeah, kind of thing, which is kind of neat to see. Which is very Star Wars, to be fair. Yeah, you know, this is a bunch of bandits running around. Mm-hmm. Uh, she meets these uh, weird. Uh, I'm gonna call them hermit crab people because mm-hmm. that's kind of what they crab are. Crab people. <laughs> crab people. Yeah. 
Sometimes crab. Um, but anyways, because they're like they have uh, they carry these like rocks on their backs and they'll mm-hmm. hide in them when they get scared. And they're always moving around. And I'm just like, that's kind of funny. Yeah. But it also, uh, you know, it's like, Sabine's like just talking, just talking in English. And like, hey, do you guys know where Ezra's at? And they're just talking in their alien language. It's like, I don't, I, I, I mean, I, I guess I'll infer from hand signals, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's kind of neat to see that too, you know. Like, oh, this isn't just like a regular dead planet. Like, there's still like people. And yeah, because that was that was my that was my question about it too, right? It's that, like, we're going to other galaxies. Will there be other life forms? Will there be other like star systems? Well, I mean, I feel like that's kind of a given, but I, it's more of like, would we see that stuff, or would we just be like, oh, Ezra and Thrawn got shipped to like just some random old like empty planet where there's nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, a, like I imagine it was gonna be like, oh, it's an absolute wasteland. Yeah, yeah, So, yeah. like, obviously Thrawn and his army probably took up, like, a stronghold. Yeah. And Ezra, like, being on his own would have been like, yeah, I'm just gonna have to live out in the wild, because there's no way I can take them all on. <laughs> the the, the stormtroopers are cannibalizing each other? Yeah, something like that, I guess. But no, it looks, you know, like, they're actually on, like, a, a, a living planet with stuff. You know, it's kind of like, I guess in that sense, it does make sense mm-hmm. as well. Because, like, I mean, if it was just a complete wasteland with, like, no living creatures, then, yeah, I'm pretty sure it, Thrawn would not have lasted long and neither would Ezra. So, mm-hmm. it is kind of neat to see that sort of, like, again, like, nice world building in the Star Wars, you know, in Star Wars show, right? Well, speaking of nice world building, the, 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 the intro conversation with Hu Yang and uh, Ahsoka about, like, uh, traveling in the, the space wells, mm-hmm. and how, like, they've only heard about it from legends, and, like, Ahsoka just goes straight up saying, can you tell me one of those stories again? And he starts out by saying, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. I'm like, whoa, okay, so this is, that's, that's cute. That's cute. Yeah, it's a nice little, like, meta reference. Yeah. Um, but also, yeah, it is. I mean, we, yeah, obviously that, that portion of the episode, like, you know, um, Ahsoka, like, uh, admits to Hu Yang that, yeah, uh, by the way, I didn't tell, uh, Hera mm-hmm. that, uh, Sabine went willingly, um, cause I didn't want, like, you know, cause one of those, like, the, yeah, she, I probably, I'm not sure how she would take that. She would take that, and I don't even know how I could take it. Yeah. Cause she could have, you know, stopped <clears throat> the whole thing, but at the same yeah. time, you know. Ahsoka knows that, like, mainly trying to find Ezra was a good enough reason for Sabine to not destroy the map. Yeah. Because it, it's, it, she's coming from an understanding place, something that she needed to do as a master to an apprentice. Now, whether you consider her to be a master, to you know, a master apprentice, whether or not, all that stuff, it's, it sort of establishes the relationship between the her and Sabine, something that she learned, you know, she had to learn when she was, uh, in the previous episode when she was playing against Anakin, mm. right? It's this whole, like, you just gotta let the, the kids do what they gotta do kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you gotta, you gotta put your trust in, into your, uh, apprentices. And so that's kind of where she's coming from, and that's where she's kind of going with. And it's, it's, it's nice to see her being kind of understanding, right? Cause yeah. she knows how much... Ezra means to her, that's kind of like her brother, and like how much they both 
were struggling to find Ezra uh, at, at the beginning of all this stuff. So it's it's totally understandable why she would be like, yeah, no, go for it. I, I get it. I totally understand, uh, Sabine. Um, I understand it was probably the only way to do it. I mean, yeah, you know, it's like, uh, yeah, obviously, you know, for the character, it, it's one of those, like, yeah, logically I would do this, but, you know, there's also the the, the emotional side to it, right? Mm. That, obviously, and also the plot has to move forward, right? <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, emotionally, it makes sense. And, uh, yeah, it does, you do get that, I guess, emotional moment when, uh, Sabine gets taken, uh, or at least it's led to this, this little rock community, like the little community for all the little hermit crab people. Yeah. And then, like, you know, Ezra just, like, pops out, just like, like hey, when did you get here? And, you know, I, I knew you would find me one day, Sabine. Now I get to go, you know, you can catch up and stuff. And I get to go home, he right? He has a beard. With a beard. I, which I'm going to be honest, is just kind of funny to me. <laughs> yeah, how do you have, how can you tell the time has passed? You got a girl, you face on your girl. Yeah, pretty much. Like, uh, like time has passed. I got a clear, clear way. Just give him, give him a beard. You know? The funny thing is, it's a well-kept beard. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, I, I would say it'd be funnier if his beard was kind of like one of those crazy man beards. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, I've been living with these hermit crab people for like 10 years, Sabine. I had to eat nothing but rocks. It's weird. But anyways, how are you doing? <laughs> but they, wouldn't, now, they won't let me eat their children. <laughs> you know, I thought, well, I thought, you know, I, I thought I saw a bug, and it turns out, no, it was one of the babies. Uh, you know, so I, that, was a, that was a big conversation. But, yeah, you know, it's a nice emotional moment. Yeah. You know, they hug you out. But at the same time, uh, Ezra is kind of like, so how did you get here, Sabine? Like, what, what was the process? And obviously Sabine doesn't want to be like, Oh, you know, I was hanging out with Ahsoka, we fought some weird dark Jedi, and then, you know, they told me that you, they could take me to you, even if it meant, like, uh, Thrawn coming back. So, you know, I sort of was like, hey, that sounds like a good deal. Instead, Sabine's like, let's just talk about that later. Right now, you know, let's just chat, you know, let's just, let's let, just let me be happy that I found you. <laughs> yeah, let's not question about the things I have to do. Uh, but no, yeah, um, another thing that we also gotta mention is, uh, Balin's whole thing, which, uh, with being on that planet, because apparently that planet means something more, especially to him. Yeah, like, because, uh, funny enough, like, just like how Ahsoka's talking about, like, all these old stories. Yeah. Balin talks about some old stories, like, you know, like, oh, this planet was, like, basically folklore, legends, and stuff, you know, and, like, mm -hmm. uh, Jin is like, well, you know, sometimes... The stories are better left being stories, right? You know, kind of thing. Like, mm -hmm. and like, eh, is it though? Um, because he mentions, like, essentially, like, he feels like, you know, having lived through the Jedi Order, seeing it fall, and, you know, through the Empire and all that stuff, like, he has this sort of worldview of, like, it feels like, you know, of a cycle mm -hmm. of rise and falls of different institutions and stuff, you know, over and over. And while Shin is like, well, this is our chance to get power, right? To do, you know, the, you know, by joining Thrawn and stuff, Balin kind of just sees it more as like an end to the means. Yeah. He's like, yeah, that kind of power, you know, it, it's fleeting. Yeah. It doesn't last long. What we're he what I'm here for on this planet, there might be something that can help break this cycle of rise and fall. Of words and rhymes. Yeah, you know, um... It's poetry. 
through. Out of nowhere, George <laughs> Lucas comes down and says, Hey, Balin. You know, no, it's, 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 it's Balin. It's, it's poetry. It rhymes. It's supposed to be typical. And then he's like, Well, what about Jar Jar? George, what about Jar Jar? I may have gone a bit far in some places. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you know, it's, uh, it's a nice little interesting thing that, like, because obviously I feel like yeah. Balin has always been bit more interesting than he lets on right like yeah there's more to him obviously mm-hmm. like he was a and heck uh thrawn straight up just says like oh so it was balin so you're general balin skull so he was a general during the cold war yeah Long wars so that adds like so even more things because like initially you're thinking oh maybe he was like uh a padawan maybe about to become a, a master kind of thing no he was straight up like a general during the cold war, clone wars he he is rough and <clears throat> grizzled as they come. And he's been he's been through it all. Mm-hmm. Like pretty much meaning like he survived the Jedi purges and stuff. And like he's just so there's there's a lot of meat now to his uh, backstory. Yeah. And now you're seeing like him being like, oh, I want to break this you know cycle of rise and fall. It's like okay, which kind of I, I kind of get where he's coming from, right? It's like. If you're supposed to be this objectively observer, which the Jedi Order kind of is and always has been, right? Because mm-hmm. they've always been sort of these peacekeepers. They're these guys who, like, observe the peace. They just make sure everything is all right. You know, they they don't tend to get involved in politics. And, and you know, they sort of became slightly involved, especially uh, with the influence of uh, Palpatine. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, it's... He he has seen it from some from an objective of, of what viewpoint of like the the fall of the of the empire, uh, the rise of the republic kind of shit, right, and like uh, and so on and so forth. And he's like, we're just gonna keep doing this shit again, aren't we? Because he's lived through, like I said, like I said, the Clone Wars, well pre Clone Wars, Clone Wars, fall, rise of the empire, fall of the empire, or you know the rebellion and all that, you know all that stuff. He's he, He's been through all of it, and it's happened so much under his one lifespan. Yeah. So, of course, he's going to be like, yeah, no, this is this is going nowhere. Yeah, we're just repeating endlessly, which, I mean, ironically, it's not entirely wrong. No, especially what happens later. <laughs> especially what happens in the, yeah, the, the, the sequel the trilogy, you know? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's, uh, it is interesting, and I want to see, like, where, what does that mean, like, what sort of... What other secrets are there on this planet? Because mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, it is the home of the, like the ancestral home of the Night uh, Sisters, right? So there's probably even more maybe mystical stuff hidden on this planet. There's a lot of like, and we talked about it before about Star Wars being more, you know, fantastic, you know, fantasy based than sci-fi based sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, yeah, there's other sci-fi shows that fall into that, but I feel also like fantasy. Build more with with Star Wars than, than sci-fi at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, there there's an instance of time travel. There's an instance of like resurrections. Even Thrawn makes a joke about it, kind of. Uh, so it it doesn't like take a, it doesn't like surprise me that he wants to go ahead and do any of those like options that are there. Because part of part of the thing was in at the end of Rebels, from my understanding. Again, I, at some point I just kind of dropped it, but then I just kind of like knew from mitosis that like yeah, time travel is a thing. That's, that's how uh, Ezra saved Ahsoka from almost being killed by Darth Vader that one time. Yeah, which is uh, I mean, 
depends on who you ask, whether that was a, uh, a cool idea or just one of those, uh, hey, Filoni, why don't you let your character do that kind of thing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, that, and that I totally understand. So it's possible like he might find something similar to that. I don't think he's going to find the exact same thing that Ahsoka found and shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think it might be something around like that sort of vibe. Right. Right. And honestly, Shin's just along for the ride. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. He's kind of just like, I mean, heck, when she, uh, because like when Thrawn is like letting uh, Sabine go, uh, do the thing, they're watching over it, and he's like, and that's when Thrawn goes, hey, uh, you two, uh, you know, go out there. Once, if he does find Ezra, I mean, either way, go follow her. If he does, you know, you know what to do, kill him. Yeah. And Shin's just like, wait, I thought we were going to let her, you know. That you're holding your end of the deal, Master. And it's like, well, technically I am. He's like, yeah, I am, you know. Yeah. But we are letting her, you know, that's when Tron's like, yeah, we are, you know, holding up our deal. It's just that, you know, we didn't say we would let her live, <laughs> you know. And she just kind of goes like, a, oh, okay, I guess we're doing this, huh? I guess, yeah, I guess we are. All right. <laughs> Which kind of, again, it's obviously how kind of like cold-blooded uh, Thrawn is. Yeah. It's like, listen, I didn't lie. I did not lie, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I just didn't say you were going to live. Yeah. And I, I do wonder, like, it, like, I do, if there's ever going to be a point where we get, like, maybe a flashback episode, mm-hmm. if that's possible in this series, it would be nice to see, like, where exactly Balin found Shin and how, you know, he decided to train her mm-hmm. to be his apprentice and stuff, right? Yeah. I think that in of itself would be interesting to see. Like, not even, like, I don't know if I would want, like, a full episode, but just, like, a sequence yeah. of seeing that all go down, right? Yeah, no, I totally understand, because, like, Shin's kind of, like, the one of the few outliers in it, where she's just, like, crazy. I mean, a little bit, but, like, it feels, unlike Sabine, who has a mind of her own and doesn't exactly follow everything her master says, mm. like, you know, Shin is, like, you know, the, the polar opposite. She goes with that, with whatever her master says yeah, all the time. She, she is she is the foil. Yeah. And like obviously there's there's a situation where like how do we these people meet? Whether we get that answer I probably don't know. But again I'm I'm agreeing with you, maybe like a small little flashback. That's all really we need. Mm-hmm. We just need a little confirmation. We don't need a like a whole episode centered around it. Uh because that's kinda like not the point. But uh to go further into your point I do think do find it interesting that, you know, that Balin, this man of of who we've said like numerous times, seems like a man of honor. Yeah. Is when he is is about to do a very dishonorable thing. Uh, well, not dishonorable. I would say it's more of like. I don't know what's the word word I'm looking. Probably for. a bit cold blooded. Yeah. A little bit like uh. Because, again, you know, he is technically holding up his, uh, his end of the bargain. However, he's very much like, well, I mean, I got my own plans, and, and quite frankly, uh, you guys need to die. Yeah. You, you guys are going to be in the way of that plan. I, I, I need to do this. Yeah. For, for the greater good, in actuality. Um, but, yeah, no, I'm, I'm definitely interested to see. I really hope Thrawn stays longer than just this one show. <laughs> I mean... I can see why you would say that, but at the same time, like, there is, like, 
Like, yeah, there is, like, the lingering, um, how you say, uh, elephant in the room of, like, oh, this is set in between, uh, the original trilogy and the new sequel trilogy. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know why I said new. I, mean, I guess it is relative to, you know, new in the sense that, like, it's the big thing that comes after all of this. And quite frankly, it'd be kind of weird to have an actual conflict with Thrawn you know, fighting the New Republic mm-hmm. um, happening that's never mentioned in any of the sequel trilogy stuff. Well, granted, they didn't, they didn't like... Uh, no, I, no, I, I, no. Obviously, the thing is, like, yeah, but they never thought about that when they were making the sequel trilogy mm-hmm. stuff. To which I would say, yeah, and then it makes it kind of weird when, you know, that sort of thing. But then again, you know... That would uh, be very Star Wars. It, it, it is kind of very Star Wars because, obviously, in the the... The prequel trilogy, uh, no mention of Ahsoka at all in in episode three, you know, whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And and you know, obviously the Clone War still came after episode three, and was and you know it does fit kind of nicely in between two and three, mm-hmm. you know, just to like have all these like because they're all you know. But as you know, I I no 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 I understand I I know where to go with it right mm, yeah. I think I think what would what, what makes sense is that he helped inspire the the new order or the the first the first, the first order. Yeah. I I I'm not gonna lie. That would be that would you know, I'd probably be like the most ideal way. Like yeah, have a conflict I guess, go down. Mm-hmm. You know, and maybe uh, Thrawn is like sort of the last embers of the old empire. You know, before thrawn being the last of the old empire and if he goes down right Mm -hmm. it's sort of yeah i I guess i can see that being the inspiration for whatever like the actual leftovers because yeah we already see like i think um the remnants and stuff you know like still planning things and Mm -hmm. whatever so i could definitely see that being like a nice way for it to all go down right but uh but yeah, no, it's uh definitely gonna be interesting to see where the whole conflict goes at the mm. end of the day, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, uh, I will say I I guess Thrawn live action does look neat, you know, because I won't lie, because I mean, you know, he's a blue skin dude. Yeah. And, and sometimes that doesn't necessarily work very well in live action, right? Yeah. So I mean, props to uh, the the makeup team for making that look uh, good, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what else can we say uh, about it? Um, I mean, I got really much. Of it. It, it, it's pretty simple, straightforward episode. I think what I'm really interested in, again is like whether or not Thrawn escapes, because again, like what we just talked about, it'd be really cool if he did this, this, and that. We don't know yet. That like I mean, to be fair, Ahsoka is on the way. Mm-hmm. They even say it, uh, the 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 three, uh, you know, the three mothers or whatever. They mm-hmm. say, oh, uh, we sense uh, you know a change in the fate of thread. You know, the sort of fate. You know, there there's a a Jedi coming. You know, mm-hmm. so like they know that Ahsoka is on the way now, and obviously it's gonna put a lot of things into motion. And, uh, yeah, it's nice to know that this series is in six episodes, so. 
and, and again, you know, I think so far it has been paced pretty well, so mm. we might be getting some more action stuff coming down in, in, in the next episode, so who knows? Yeah. Mm, but yeah, well, we'll have to wait and see. Anyways, I think that's a good way to end the episode. Anyways, guys, uh, if you like what you heard, be sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We're most likely on Instagram, at the Geeks Experience. You'll find a link to Dollar Podcast. We're officially part of like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, and anything of the like. Be sure to follow us on YouTube for any uh, you audio listeners out there who want to put a face to the voice. And be sure to you know like, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff. Uh, we do have a Patreon for any form of support. And yeah, it's uh, so episode six, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it has to be more than six, yeah. And I'm really happy about that because I really need to flesh out this story. And it's very coming out very well. I don't think it's hitting the highs as uh, Andor was, but, you know, it's it's doing good. Yeah, I think, because uh, I think the, the thing with Andor is that it was new and it was different, right? Mm-hmm. Here, it's, uh, obviously, it's like, I wouldn't say breaking any new grounds, but it's a nice little uh, interesting dive into further lore, right? You mm-hmm. know? Yes, I agree. And, but yeah, that's the end of the episode. To me, boy, you like? Good job. You guys have a good one. Peace.